Welcome to the Move Happy Moving podcast. My name is Peter Kim with Aaron Nicole, obviously doing the Move Happy Moving podcast. Aaron's guest today is Chad Kennedy from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, part of the Sheriff's Highway Patrol, founder of C2C for PTSD. Aaron, the show is yours. Thank you so much. I'm super excited and honored to have you as a guest today, Chad. Uh, welcome all the way from Canada. We got two countries represented. Um, I'm just honored. Thank you for your time today. Sweet, Aaron. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, for for those that you know don't know don't know your background, don't know your story. Let's start with your origin story. My origin story originated here in mm-hmm. Alberta in beautiful Rocky Mountains, um, small tourist town, mm-hmm. Banff. It happens to be known all around the world. Yeah. Uh, son of a member of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um, and my mother was uh, a very proud registered nurse. So I grew up oh. in the uh, the emergency service community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, being the son of what we call up here a Mountie, mm-hmm. uh, it's taken me all across the country. Um, and now I'm back here in Alberta. Mm-hmm. and um, followed in dad's footsteps and proud member of the, uh, the Alberta Sheriff's Highway Patrol. Love that. That's awesome. And, you know, you kind of mentioned two things that really stood out, uh, you know, that first responder aspect and also the medical aspect too. I think I think we're highly shaped by those that we're raised from. Um, we can always make decisions otherwise, but I feel like that uh, that helps to kind of shape us into the the people that we are today. Um, Would you say for those listening that uh, you have, uh, that you lean more towards the first responder kind of focus or the medical focus or a little bit of both? What do you think? Well, I think a a little bit of both. Um, Obviously both are, are, um, you know, just my opinion and stepping outside of the uniform noble Uh, careers and careers that allow um, others to help those who can't help themselves. So, you know, if I was uh, perhaps um, that all-star in school growing up, I may have gone the medical route Mm -hmm. um, and and not taking anything away from from law enforcement um, that plays a big role in society, Mm -hmm. Um, obviously keeping the peace and helping others. Yeah. Um, and, and more frontline, I, I, you know, I, I take out of the, the frontline policing aspect, being able to deal with other human beings, mm-hmm. um, whether it's good times or bad times, um, mm-hmm. being connected with, with people is huge for me. I love that. And that's a huge part of our mental health and well-being as well. Um, and you kind of tied that in nicely with our second pillar. So I'll skip to second question. What are some some tips and strategies you've learned uh, in regards to building strong uh, relationships, whether professionally or you know af- outside of work hours? Well, I, I think the, the biggest thing um, as as a person, and and you'll hear me say quite a bit, I, I'm just a guy. Um, as a as a guy, as a person, as a human, mm-hmm. um, to me, it's important to treat people the way that I would like to be treated myself. So, you know, it's um, a a lot of people perception is we put on a uniform and there's an ego 
attached to that uniform mm-hmm. where I find it the other way around. You know, the, the ego gets checked when I put on my uniform. Um, I, I strongly believe in, in serving the people, um, being there for the people and working with the people. So, like I said, first and foremost is, is treating people with respect and, and yeah. treating them with the way I myself would like to be treated. Yeah, I think you bring a great point, too, because when we are kind to others and go out of our way above and beyond, that's kind of where the supernatural power really comes from, I feel like. And that's what helps us connect with others. I mean, like, for example, you know, the two of us connecting through a social media platform and being able to, you know, have a few experiences together. You got to be a part of the concert a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, just having that that strong community, even though we're, you know, miles apart, right? Or kilometers, you know, maybe a thousand or so or more <laughs> uh, distance wise. But um, that power of with our intention of of reaching out to others online and using using our powers for good, I'd say, uh, has really, you know, helped positively impact I know my mental well-being as well and the more awesome people I get to connect with like yourself so thank you for those tips um and part of that too I feel like the more confident we are internally then we can reach out to others and that kind of ties into our first pillar of move happy is all about mindset and you know being in the profession that you are and then founding your c2c for ptsd what are some I'd imagine you've been through some pretty traumatic things. You've seen some things in your career path that average people do not come across. They don't see that on a regular basis. What are some some strategies you've learned either yourself or from others that you've worked with to keep a positive mindset despite, you know, all that negativity or all that death and dismemberment that you've had to witness firsthand? Right. Uh, Man. Um, I think what continuously we, we are learning about ourselves and, um, you know, a few years ago being diagnosed with PTSD, mm-hmm. um, and reaching out for help, um, first and foremost is finding that strength to, to reach out for help, a yeah. hardest step, yeah. um, lived with, with the diagnosis of PTSD for, um, a few years, then I had another life-changing, um, experience mm-hmm. well in the, the course of my duties. Um, after that, I, I figured, man, I, I've got to reach out for help yeah. again. So I did. And, um, a, a great gentleman by the name of Terrence Kosakar, mm-hmm. um, who is the founder of Camp My Way in British Columbia. Yeah. Um, basically stuck his hand out, saved me when I, when I, um, uh, reached out for help the second time awesome. and, uh, you know, teaching, teaching me the, or I guess giving me the tools, lending me the tools mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of, um, um, disconnecting from whatever it is that might be going on in my brain, you know, everyday yeah. life, uh, yeah. putting on a uniform, hopping into my car, yeah. um, dreading the next call to reconnecting with the great outdoors, mother nature, and, uh, going through a reset. 
you know, let's get back to our roots. Let's let's or our roots. Sorry, let's get away from um, technology. Let's just get back to Mother Nature yeah. and and everything she has to offer, and um, a place where there's nobody judging you. Yeah. Um, and from there, you you find that um, what I have found is I can feed off of the negative energy that, that everybody has around me. Um, I guess the, the bullying type or the, the, the people that want to whisper behind yeah. your back when you're, yeah. when you're down versus yeah. um, um, stepping up and, and asking if you're all right, it's easier yeah. to, you know, mock. Um, mm-hmm. So we can feed off the negative energy or we can find that, that strength within ourselves Um to push forward and in a positive light um, with all the, the social media stuff that I do, um, I will find inspirational quotes, motivational quotes, mm-hmm. um, experiences that I've gone through mm-hmm. and push positive towards healing mm-hmm. um, versus finding all the, um, you know, what's wrong with our systems um, and whether we're emergency services or military um, what we have is a disconnect with management and um, higher ranking officials yeah. um, that the disconnect from the frontline workers that are out there boots on the ground that are dealing with this crap day in day out yeah. and it's not just a, a switch you know we can't just turn stuff off yep. we deal with one thing and we move on to the next yep. so uh, you know the tools given to me with with um, I, or I guess the seeds planted in my brain mm-hmm. from from those have been the positive influences in me, uh, um, in my life at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, is I feed off that positive, and um, I, I think the dark path that so many of us have gone down yeah. is easy. It's easy to allow it to fester in our brain like a weed in the garden. You know, yes. if you don't deal with it, it grows out of control. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if that directly answered what you were asking. Um, I think, just that, yeah. I think you definitely have answered it and you answered it in your own way. You know, you've, you've gotten some social support, some actual medical training tools that have been shared with you from the founder of, uh, the kept my way. Um, I think also, the power of just talking about the struggle makes it less powerful too. And it helps to bring some sort of sense of confidence within your mind. Would you, would you agree with that or am I? I I would agree. I I, I think, you know, as a, as a promoter, well, I, you know, accidentally I fall into this role of, of mental health advocate. Yeah. um, Which I'm honored that, that somebody had given me that title a few months back. Yeah. Um, well, you are. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like say, I'm just a guy and, and to, to have a title like that and to be promoting um, positive with with operational stress injuries and PTSD is yeah. is a great thing because everybody um, dwells on the stigma attached to um, to, to our injuries, um, yeah. which is horrible. But it goes right back to, um, you know, really promoting, um, 
promoting to everybody, you're not alone. A, first yeah. and foremost, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, it's, a, you know, PTSD um, doesn't discriminate. It's it's an equal opportunist. Yeah. It doesn't know borders. It doesn't know rank. Yeah. Um, it, you know, we, we're going through this COVID pandemic. Well, yeah. you know, the PTSD, um, just my humble opinion, maybe mm-hmm. not a, a pandemic um, uh, I get a, a pen, sorry, pandemic strength, but we, we definitely have an epidemic going on with, with our first responders and, and military brothers and sisters. Yeah. We, A, the hardest step asking for help. B, you know, let's recover out loud. Let's start the conversation. Um, after we go through a, a really crappy situation, yeah. Um, instead of keeping it bottled up, yeah. Um, we're, we're we're so afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that big tough guy, you know, I'm not a tall guy. I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm far from a tall guy. But that that um, that that guy or gal that you're working with that might be six foot five and and just solid muscle um, might be going through exactly the same thing yep. that you and I are going through. Yeah. Now we've got that barrier. Uh, mm-hmm. Geez, if if I tell Aaron that this is what I'm going through, Aaron may judge me, and that might ruin a friendship. So we harbor all this negative stuff inside our brain. We don't know how to um, put what's going through our brain into words. We can't dis- um, explain it to our loved ones. Um, we can't explain it to our friends, to our family, and and now place that we should be able to ask for help our workplace yeah. we're too afraid to speak about it and and unfortunately um when we're we're not speaking about it or asking for help um we we have this suicide epidemic going on yes which is horrible um so you know we we need to get the word out you're not alone there's always somebody there um you know, we, we all have those, I call them fake friends, yes. um, the, the people that are always there. Oh, man, you need anything at all. Give me a phone call. Reach out to me. I'm there for you. Well, you reach out to that great friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, dude, I'm busy right now. Sorry, man, I don't have a moment for you. And that moment, that two minutes might be enough to save somebody's life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, I try not to, to judge those who judge me. Um, I, I really try to find forgiveness. Yeah. Um, um, is it ignorance? Is it people afraid? Are they afraid that we're contagious? I don't know what it is. Um, but by being able to forgive people mm-hmm. um, and, and just letting them know, dude, when you're hitting your darkest hour, I'm going to be here for you. And I'm not just talking the talk. I walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you weren't there for me, know that I'll be there for you. Yeah. Um, but that's where it starts. It, it all starts yeah. with being there for each other. Um, yeah. I, I often ask the question, um, you know, if, if we as emergency service workers um, and military are out there, um, you know, keeping the world safe, keeping our community safe, taking care of those who can't yeah. take care of themselves. Yeah. 
why is it in, in our little emergency service and military communities that we can't take care of one another? Mm. That I don't know. And hopefully somebody out there has the answer. Yeah. You raise a really good point with that. Um, and going back to what you said about the contagious thing, I found it was really interesting that you used that language. Uh, when I first started sharing Move Happy content on Instagram and Facebook, I was doing at that time, it was a couple of years ago, like 2019. Uh, the ads were, it was very profitable as far as like, you know, getting a lot of views for your, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. And what I found when I started posting is they actually blocked me from running an ad and I had to counter and write a reason why I was doing it because they saw the word depression and they pulled down my whole post. I had to do it multiple times until finally I reached out to them and said, I have a mental health business and I'm trying to reduce stigma. I had to change the spelling of the word, spell it incorrectly in order for it to actually post because they had their algorithms because it's bad publicity to have someone die on your social media app. And so they categorized everyone as you know, you write that word, well, then you must be having a bad day. And we don't want that on our platform at all, instead of having like an actual human being. So they started finally, when I got consistent with it, then they wanted to talk to me and interview me to speak on stage to help other businesses uh, grow their social media accounts. I was like, what? And that was within the first four months. So I say that to say, keep going for whatever reason, everybody has their reasons for being afraid or ashamed to talk about this, um, but we need to keep talking about it and band together because uh, it is the, the globally the most expensive condition diagnosed in the world and the least financially supported. Um, right. So I love what you're doing. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, the C2C for PTSD. What is that about? Well, um, you know, I'll just, I'll go back to last July, July 18th. Um, I had a, uh, a life-changing event that I, I you know, work-related, mm-hmm. uh, horrible, horrible bus crash. Mm. Um, July 18th, uh, you know, a couple days after, like I say, I mentioned, I reached out for help. Yeah. Um, Terrence was there to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having problems talking about what was going on with me mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there were the friends, real friends that, um, I was able to speak to, Mm -hmm. um, and and get stuff off my, my chest and out of my head. Mm -hmm. Um, but my relationship at that time, um, you know, as much as, as my spouse at the time understood that I had PTSD, didn't understand um, the darkness associated with PTSD. And she didn't, I guess, I, as much as I, I believe she wanted to help me, it, she just wasn't understanding what I needed for help. And yeah. um so from there, I, I realized that if if I can't speak to my my spouse about what is happening, 
Um, how are other people supposed to understand what is happening with our, our uh, emergency service and, and military communities? Yeah. Um, so, you know, the decision was made um, sitting around a, a campfire in my backyard that, you know, we, we really need to raise awareness um, of PTSD amongst these communities. Um, yeah. Joe Blow public doesn't know what's going on. They don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just on a whim is, man, I'm going to walk the country um, Canada, that is, yeah. <laughs> from, from from coast to coast. So from the West Coast, British Columbia, um, all the way out to the East Coast, to Newfoundland. Um, but not just walking to raise awareness. It's walking and spending two nights, two and a half days in communities along the way. I love that. Um, so basically, the walk would be um, Monday to Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Just like a job, very routine, eight hours a day of, of solid walking. Um, our Fridays would be, we stop in a community along the way. We chat with schools, um, you know, let our, start educating our younger generation yeah. on on uh, emotional well-being, mental health, mm-hmm. and the importance it plays. And it doesn't matter what career you go into or where life takes you. Mm-hmm. The, the taking care of your brain yes is so important um and then from there you know we, we've got the schools um stop at military bases uh yeah the royal canadian mounted police detachments our city police forces our yeah. um our, our fire departments our hospitals and let's get the conversation going amongst our first responders and our military folk and get the communities involved, you mm-hmm. know, let the communities um, that, that live in the same neighborhood as our first responders. And these, you know, they know each other. You're, you're talking these small communities that we just take for granted that, well, Joe's a firefighter. Um, Aaron's a, a cop. Um, Frank's a doctor. Mm-hmm. We, we know them as people and we know that they keep us safe, but we don't realize the, the, the bad side of everything we deal with. Yeah. And we just take for granted that they're there and they're going to keep us safe, yeah. but we're not checking on them as friends to see how they're doing emotionally and mentally. Um, I, I think if more of the communities um, or the public understood what their first responders and their military people went through uh, all emergency service workers and, and um, you know, our, our dispatchers, believe it or not, our tow truck drivers, all these people in these communities are seeing the worst that um, life has to offer. Yeah. Um, so when we're educating people on, on, what PTSD is or these operational stress injuries and and reminding everybody that we're all human beings and we're not programmed to see the crap that we see nor, nor deal with it. And no, how do we deal with it? It's I'll tell you from my experience, it's that just having somebody there to listen, Mm -hmm. I don't need you to tell me everything's going to be okay. You're going to get better. 
Yeah. Um, half the time, I just need a hug. I need to be allowed um, to have a cry mm-hmm. and just somebody there to listen. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, if, if we as, as the human race could just do that for one another, yeah. it would be such a, it would be a, the world would be a great place. Yeah. Um, so really, uh, you know, you'll hear quite a few of us um, discussing or, or raising the, the point that um, our uniforms don't define us. Our uniforms um, are, are basically just an extension of who we are as a person. Yeah. Um, uh, at the end of the day, you strip off the duty belt, the headset, the uniform, um, underneath we're human beings. And those of us with PTSD and OSIs, um, we, we all speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do we get our loved ones and our communities to understand that language? Um, so still a lot of work. But uh, yeah, that, that's the goal is to walk the country um, and, and know uh, real timeline. We're, we're hoping to be able to do it within eight to 10 months. Um, wow. That's uh, incredible. You know, mathematically, it, it can be done in four months. Um, but taking the time to be there for other people. And, yeah. and right, it, it's all about, you know, I'm just a guy and I have a story like. A whole bunch of us, but it's it's you know in hopefully inspiring or motivating somebody to to stand up and say you know I, I've had too many years of this, too many years of being afraid to ask for help, mm-hmm. and it's me just a guy with a story. Um, hopefully, getting somebody up off their ass and, and yes. reaching out for help. Right. Yes. I love that. You're definitely inspiring. I know just hearing what you were doing, I was like, I want to talk to this person. This is amazing. <laughs> Cause you're, you're actually taking action. You're doing it. You know, a lot yeah. of people have to talk, but you're actually walking this very long walk soon. Uh, yeah. Um, just, uh, geez, April, April 1st of 2022, we will. That's launch date. Um, yeah. Well, we'll we'll be in Vancouver, uh-huh. um, British Columbia, to uh, you know set things up um, for obvious reasons. We don't want to kick off the the media stuff and, and start the walk on April first. Um, but <laughs> April, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no fooling, no fooling. <laughs> um, so April second, um, we will start. We'll start the walk on April 2nd. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great way to see um, all of what Canada has to offer and, yeah. and meet some pretty amazing people. And, uh, you know, with uh, I, what I would really love to do is um, at some point, uh, you know, if I could create this, this walking bucket list, is uh, is make my way down to the states and do some walking with uh, with first responders and military folk down that way. That would be phenomenal. I feel like a ton of people would just be like, "Yes, we're we're doing it. We're taking time off work." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not asking permission. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, 
So tying it in, walking and whatnot with our third pillar, which is all about movement, um, is walking your favorite thing to move your body or is it something else? Uh, you know, uh, up until April, sorry, August 9th. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the, the best way to move my body for, for quite some time was um, get out of bed and hit the couch and grab snacks. Um, then it was the, it was August 9th after announcing that I'd walked Canada, that I, I finally got off my, my ass and <laughs> I love your honesty. My, yeah. Um, hung up, hung up the, uh, the captain couch potato uniform and yes. just started walking, ran over to, uh, to a store, got myself a pair of good Nikes and, mm-hmm. um, and just started walking and, you know, it was within, geez, I don't even think it was, it was two weeks in and I was already addicted to walking. It, it, I was finding, um, things in my own neighborhood that, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know existed. I had driven by them a mm-hmm. thousand times, mm-hmm. but it, you start, you know, Oh, wow. That's a pretty neat smell. That is, uh, I, didn't notice that eagle's nest before I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just start getting in touch with your senses. Yes. Um, I, I used to once upon a time really enjoy um, kayaking and canoeing and, mm-hmm. and hiking. Um, but you know, that, that dark path um, that so many of us find doing our, our jobs just sort of, it, it, it sucks all the enjoyment out of life and you just find what's easy and easy. A lot of times is, you know, keep cuddled up in bed under your duvet yeah, or, so or, or, or finding um, shows on television that you can just binge watch and you don't have to go very far. You know, you just, that becomes you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've got to say uh, when I was younger and before I, I abused my, my legs and back and, uh, you know, the rest of my body doing the workouts and sports and my, my brief stint in the military, Mm -hmm. um, used to love running, but I can't run. I like mountain biking. Um, but the damage I've done to my, my body physically, Mm -hmm. um, for what I believed all the right reasons, you know, athletics and, and Mm -hmm. taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. has put my body into that that stage where uh, cycling or running or jogging the country just are not practical. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, walking it is. Yeah. Uh, walking walking also allows that the, the most important thing is other people um, to be able to walk with me for a, yeah. a, a period of time. And, you know, if it's just for a hug or a high five. Yeah. Um, or they want to share their story. They they've kept a story bottled up for for how many years, and they just want to talk to somebody that can relate. Yeah. Um, if I was cycling, running, jogging, people wouldn't have that opportunity. So it's it's yeah. you know the the selfish part of what I'm doing is is for my self self health, mm-hmm. uh, my well being. Mm-hmm. Um, the unselfish part is helping others along the way. Yeah. So it's that sort of selfish working with unselfish. Um, I don't know what the term would be for that, 
<clears throat> self love. Excuse me. There you go. <laughs> and it's it, it, you know as it, it, as much as I I say it's about me, it's it's really about we. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it's that. About- and walking is good. You could do it anywhere in any country. So you could take this. You know, mobile once uh, the pandemic opens up and yeah, there the we same go. We'll thing just... to raise awareness around the globe if you so choose. Heck yeah. Find, <laughs> find me find me the sponsors for that one. I'll clearly take on the world. Just keep sharing your story and they'll come to you. I guarantee yeah. it. I love it. Um, and that kind of ties in nicely to you talk a lot about, you know, you had these other experiences pre-injuries, pre-life you know life adjustments and whatnot. And the easy route was to sit on the couch, but you made a decision to get up and move. What was that moment for you where you were like, no more, no more couch time. I'm, I'm getting up and moving. Uh, I think, you know, that, that, uh, you know, one of those natural things that we all go through is, um, geez, I got to have a shower and Oh my God, who is that guy walking in front of the mirror? And um, mm. went from, you know, use, well, I guess the, the, the pride I have, there, there's the pride I have in wearing my uniform, having the shiny boots and the clean patrol car. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, you know, the, the, the self-care. Yep. I'm sure I'll shave my face and um, brush my teeth, comb my hair. But, you know, at, at some point... I lost that, um, the, the drive, I guess, for, for my fitness mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, geez, everybody loves McDonald's. Got to have a big Mac and, and supersized fries versus, eh, you know what, maybe tonight's a salad night or tonight is steak and potato night. It's, mm-hmm. oh, geez, McDonald's is just down the road. Why not make it easy or, or yeah. chips and, and salsa, whatever it may be, I, I, I got to the point where are my pants really fitting? Um, yeah, you look in the mirror and I just wasn't happy with myself. So yeah. A, I knew um, I had to start training for um, walking across Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and that starts with just one step. Um, the second is I want to feel good about myself. I yeah. want to, you know, um, it, it's not for anybody else. It's, it's for me. We all know that, that great feeling yeah. um, of when we feel good about ourselves, positive energy flows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, uh, that was really my turning point. And I, I don't know if it was both at the same moment is going for a shower saying, Oh my God. And, and saying, geez, at the same time, now's the moment I've got to go get my shoes and just start walking. It was just something triggered in my head. Got to go buy sneakers. Got to start walking. I love it. And you did it. And you didn't I hesitate. Did it. There's so no, many of I us. Didn't. So many of us, I feel like, and you might agree with this, maybe you've experienced it in the workplace where people talk about, oh, one day, bye and bye, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to buy that house. I'm going to start that business. But they, for whatever reason, they just don't do it. Yes. But you actually did. You took action. And how, how's your training going right now? 
Uh, the only, yeah, you know, I, I, I've got to say great. I, I, yeah. I don't know if there's any other word. I'm, I'm out there doing it. Yeah, um, you are. When it's uh, minus 35 degrees Celsius, whatever Ooh. that is in Fahrenheit, I don't know. It's, it, you know what? It's cold. It's and, cold. Uh, <laughs> it it's really cold. cold. <laughs> so for for you, uh, you know, you folks down in the south, if you you relate to Alaska coldness, well, you can't relate. You just see it on TV and say, "Oh boy, that's cold." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we 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 don't have long long winters such as Alaska and our northern territories, uh, but we get our spells of of really freaking cold. Yep. And you know, I. <laughs> easy enough to make the decision you wake up in the morning you look at the, the temperature outside say there's no way yeah uh, but but the minute you start making excuses mm-hmm. you lose that momentum mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we as people we all go through it I yep. you know I pre-COVID I like traveling um, at least twice a year to some hot place so it was the crash diets hitting the gym yeah. And four months in, oh, I can fit into last year's swim trunks. I feel good. I don't have to suck my gut in anymore. Yeah. And uh, so you feel good about yourself. Then you go on your vacation. And when you return from your vacation, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I've, I felt good for two weeks. And yeah. now I just get back into the grind. So you lose that drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the big things I learned to camp my way is, you know, there just there should be no excuses. Um, you you have, you have that seed planted in your brain that you're going to do something, just do it. And, um, you know, walking across Canada is before discussing it with all the right people, Mm -hmm. uh, I made the announcement I'm walking Canada Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, there's, there's days, uh, genuinely, I, I, I wonder, you know, what the heck did I get myself into? (laughs) Uh, and, and the work that goes with it, you know, you've, it's, yeah. it's not just, it, it's no longer just a guy walking across country, man. You've got to have a management team. Um, you've got to have a, a board of directors because you're bringing in money as a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. You want to do the right things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. I'm dealing with you're, that myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, have fun with it. Um, but it's, uh, you know, all these, all these loopholes, just for doing a, a simple thing. And, uh, you know, really it's, uh, overwhelming. Um, but I, I get that two to three hours a day where, where I'm out on my walk. I yeah. put my earbuds in, I'm, I'm gone. I'm in a, a, a different reality. I'm already mentally walking across the country as I train every day. Yes. I love that visualizing. It's, uh, you know, you just, that's two to three hours a day where I forget about anything that is negative going on in yeah. my life. So, right? powerful. so it's, it's a great tool. Um, great tool. I love that. What, uh, what do you listen to typically? Is it music or podcasts or it, uh, you know what it's, it's music and, um, you know, being a, a, a child of, seventies and a product, <laughs> a product of the eighties or, you know, or the other way around. It's, yeah. uh, I listen to great eighties hair bands and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you, you gotta, 
you got to keep the drive going. And, you know, I, I, on my iPad, iPod, my iPod thingy, I had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a great mix of music, country, rock, heavy metal, mm-hmm. sappy stuff, um, you know, techno music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I found my, my walking rhythm would mm-hmm. always go with whatever's playing. So you yep. get into some Mine too. cheesy love ballad. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> it's wanna... too slow. <laughs> yeah, it's too slow. So now, yeah, I, I stream my music and, uh, try to keep it upbeat, upbeat so I can keep that, uh, that rhythm going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all sorts of different stuff and, and, um, just, stuff to keep my my energy level up and thinking positive thoughts no no angry music it's just all yeah good good (laughs) 80s rock that's awesome now if people are you know listening to the story or watching the show and they're wanting to support you on your journey uh, what's the best way they can support you with that uh well they can reach out Uh, you know they uh, tell you what um, there, there's so many different avenues. They can get me at LinkedIn mm-hmm. um, and just my name, Chad Kennedy. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram mm-hmm. at C2C4PTSD. Okay. And if you follow us on social media, I'm, I'm really hoping the management team will have our, our website up and running um, for April 2nd. So the one year out mm-hmm. mark. Um, and I'll have that, believe me, I'll have it plastered yeah. um, all over social media. And on, on the website, it shares my story and what C2C for PTSD is all about. Mm-hmm. And it will also have um, a donation section um, for all the grateful people out there, um, mm-hmm. or generous people. And, uh, as well as we'll, we'll have some merchandise, um, for sale. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, so social media for now and, uh, you know, this, um, I guess baby steps steering everything into the right direction. So it's done properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So and, whoever's listening or watching as we air this, you need to Follow Chad Kennedy everywhere on social media. We'll make sure to get you on TikTok too. And what's the other big one? Clubhouse is a good one too, but it's not recorded right now. Um, but there's a lot of active users on there. So if we can get people to follow you everywhere, that's going to really everywhere. Out, spread yeah, it out. Really cool. <laughs> I'm still learning half of what the social media stuff is out there. I thought social media was Facebook and now it's <laughs> everywhere. You know, it's, it's a, it's an everyday journey and you just follow those that have the big followings that are sharing good value. And that's, that's how you grow yourself as well. Um, always love to close out the show with, you know, something random impromptu and help the audience get to know you a little bit better. <laughs> so what is, cause you're exercising a lot, right? So what is your go-to healthy snack or maybe not so healthy snack <laughs> oh no after after like a long long walk what's the first thing that you love to go go have a uh, treat with no judgment there's no judgment <laughs> there's no judgment uh i after after a long walk i i 
you know what, anything salty. Okay. Um, so half that I've, geez, in my cupboards, I, I probably have, oh, six or seven half bags of chips or, okay. you know, some sort. So it's a handful of chips. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I believe it or not, I, I chugged back a diet Pepsi to go with my salty, disgusting chips. And then it's right into a hot bath. So I'm away from the cupboards, um, rest <laughs> my muscles. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I, I pamper, pepper, pamper myself with Epsom salts and uh, fake candy crush in the bathtub. Yes. And then, and then I'll, I'll come out and I'll make something healthy. But uh, salty <laughs> snacks. If you want to win my heart, spoil me with salty snacks. So any any salty snacks or do you have a favorite one? Uh, you know, let's go Doritos. Doritos? Doritos. The Cooler and Ranch or the orange? What is the orange one? The Cheeto oh, yeah. cheddar one? Yeah, cheddar's good. Cheddar. Salty cheddar deliciousness. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Hey, Somebody's going to ship you a big box. I know it. They're going to be like, oh, from Costco. <laughs> oh, no, the Costco size. Oh, no. You got to have enough yeah. snacks, maybe plant them on your journey, like a few oh, kilometers yeah. apart, you know. Something. There we go. My little stash boxes along exactly. the way. Don't eat these guys and just put it under cones. People would start questioning how it can take me 15 hours to do 10 miles. It'll be, you got to stop for the, the cheesy Doritos. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been super fun. I'm super excited to follow your journey with everything. Thank you again so much for your time today. And thank you, Aaron. And thank you for everything you do for, uh, for us first responders and for our military community. Absolutely. All right. That's a wrap folks. Thank you so much for listening to the move happy movement podcast. I hope you learned something today. I hope that we added value to you. If we did, it would mean the world to me if you would Share it. Share it with a friend. Share it with a loved one. Share it on social media. Um, If you are going to share on social media, would love it if you would tag us to help build out the brand globally and let us know that you're listening and also to help you earn uh, some attention towards um, getting an invite to our VIP private concert invitation. I would call it more, I'm calling the veterans concert, a concert. Let's call it a private listening room for all the super fans that have been there consistently showing up and sharing. So you can tag us on Instagram, Facebook, and, um, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the real move happy on Twitter. You can tag us at move happy team. Um, you can snap us on Snapchat at the Move Happy. On LinkedIn, you can tag me, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Move Happy. And you can also tag our business page, Move Happy, the purple and gray logo. You'll see it matching uh, the same as on my business page. Um, we're also on clubhouse though there is not a recording option on there per se there are some pretty spectacular rooms you can get in and speak from on stage essentially and share if you're happening to be in a room with people that are mental health advocates and you want to share about it Um, and then on tuesdays every tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m central time zone that's one hour behind new york I go live on Clubhouse at Move Happy Erin, E-R-I-N. 
And I pray, I pray for you, I pray for your family, I pray for our community, our country. Um, and if you're not in the U.S., I pray for you and your family wherever you are living. Uh, so you are welcome to join. Anyone is welcome and all faiths are welcome. All that I ask is that you bring a prayer request and a praise and just be respectful of other people's faiths. They might think differently than you. They might have grown up in a different household than you have, um, but it doesn't mean that we can't all spiritually grow together and love one another from close up or from afar. Um, so the more that you guys share and get my attention, if you're going on to iTunes, uh, writing reviews, of course, will get really good attention as well. Uh, once we get to 10,000 downloads of this show, specifically, that's when the first listening room invite gets sent out. So you can check out our stats for downloads 24-7 on themovehappy.podbean. That's P as in Peter, O, D as in Delta, B as in boy, E-A-N as in Nancy.com. And I'm going to check where we're at right now to give you an accurate count. This is as of Monday, April 5th, 2021 at 4.44 p.m. Central. All right, we're at 2486. So we're just under the quarter mark. Um, So really excited. We don't pay for ads. We do not pay for bots. This is literally you spreading word and listening, um, sharing it with those that you care about. So I want to honor you. Uh, with uh, the gifts that I have been given. So the more that you share, the more attention you get. Um, So thank you in advance for that. Um, And then if you are a veteran or a first responder or you're married to, you're a family member of, or maybe you're retired from the field, but you spent some time in either category, I would love to invite you personally to our online concert series. This is through our new nonprofit called Aaron Nicole Ministries. And I just uh, got uh, approval from uh, a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, a patriot of mine, uh, or not of mine, but of our country, uh, served over 20 years and still is active duty, um, is also a warrant officer, has earned the ranks through her time in the service, and just is a phenomenal but phenomenal woman, phenomenal leader. Um, she is uh, our president of the organization, and we're still building things out. It's super exciting. Um, but what we're doing right now is monthly online concerts. And when this pandemic subsides and we're able to do more open concert type things, we'll be doing one annual in person. And uh, the way the online concerts work, it's not just a traditional concert, if you will. I want you to think about this as a healthy meeting place to socialize with those that you can trust. Uh, If you've been in the military, I have not personally, but pretty much all my family has been in the military, both sides of the family. Um, There is something to be said about being a veteran and knowing a veteran and trusting a veteran and also not just our veterans, but our first responders, our police, our FBI, our CIA, our firefighters, our 
um, EMTs, etc., etc. If you work in the front line, you are a service-based professional working for the state or the federal government in the U.S. primarily and our U.S.-friendly countries, I want to invite you. Um, it's free. It's 100% free. If you feel like tipping, I have guest musicians that are volunteering their time. If you feel like you know, throwing some gas money their way, or I'd say maybe not gas because they're not driving too far online, but um, if you want to help them out to upgrade their equipment and compensate their time, feel free. That's totally fine. Um, Go ahead and reach out to me on any social media platform that you prefer, or you can email me directly and I'll add you to our invitation list, Erin, E-R-I-N at themovehappy.com. And we are also looking for Right now, two more board members. Um, We'll probably do free floating roles um, just to see the first year uh, where everybody's strengths are and kind of go from there. But I know for sure we need someone that's got a financial background, so you might be called the treasurer or something of that sort. And then also someone to take notes and help us um, with just like automating emails to make things more streamlined because I am doing this while also about to start a (laughs) full-time job and running two businesses. So to say that I'm busy is um, an understatement. So I would love some support with this because it is growing. We're building it out. We've already had two successful online concerts. We started this year over Valentine's weekend and we had Japan represented as well as all four time zones. And we had a keynote speaker for our first concert um, that has worked with former President Clinton. We had a singer who got to perform. uh, He's retired from the Air Force. got to perform at the Super Bowl a few years ago. And my college choir classmate um, was on Team Christina on The Voice, was one of the finalists a few years ago phenomenal musician Um, they donated their time and I'm really grateful for them our second concert we had our keynote speaker is a retired NFL athlete um, business owner now super super honored he donated his time because he really believes in mental health he believes in what I'm doing and he also has a lot of veterans in his family so he was all on board for that and then we had phenomenal musicians um, husband and wife duo that um, the husband is a professor and they just they have this duo that they sing together very beautiful sound they also have their own solo acts and they wrote some kids songs too so it was really fun um happy music for the family and whatnot and then had a phenomenal singer 18 year old blues singer just her voice is so mature i will gladly pay to watch her live in person Um, And she donated her time also and any donations that were, um, say, tips or whatnot that those wanted to give to her. She said, nope, donate it to this mental health organization because she believes in also what what we're doing. And she has an organization that she's partnered with, the Jason Foundation. So we were able to help them out a little bit as well. And we're continuing to build it out, build out the listenership on this show. And hopefully the more people that listen to this show will hear about the concert and spread word. My goal and my mission with my whole life is to empower those with depression to really believe within themselves that they have that power to find their own happiness. And, you know, part of that is 
allies with our veterans and first responders through music and also through collaborating and connecting with other like-minded professionals. Um, And then, you know, through all of our content is in alignment with that as well. So really honored that you took time out of your busy schedule today. Maybe you're driving in the car and you're listening, uh, or maybe you're working out at the gym. I love you. I respect you. And I'm so grateful that you're in my life. Even if you don't ever send me a message and you're just listening to this right now, I feel your presence and I'm really blessed by you. Thank you. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week, guys.